Today's episode is different than a normal episode in that I wanted to reshare some advice that I gave previously on the podcast that I have been internalizing and applying in my own life. It's funny how that works, right? Where at one point in your life, you're giving advice from a certain perspective. And then later on, it's like you need to give yourself the advice. You, you need to re-give yourself that advice <laughs> in order to continue to move forward. And I've been in this kind of funky place the past couple of months. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm not alone. 2020 has just kind of been one of those years. But I've found myself really focused on feeling happy, feeling normal, feeling content. And that's been quite elusive, to be completely honest. It's been very elusive, nailing down what that looks like and even what needs to be different in my life in order for me to experience that consistently. But then I went back and I listened to this episode of the Practical Christian Podcast, which I produced back in 2019, and it really helped me refocus my attention, my energy in a more productive place, and also remind me that happiness is not necessarily something that God promises us, but instead he offers us something more deeply fulfilling and more long-lasting. So I hope you enjoy this trip down memory lane, and I hope that this episode encourages you just as much as it encourages me. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. If you were to ask the internet, a wise sage mentor, yeah, a little sarcasm, for advice on what it means to live a meaningful life, the most common response would probably be, do what makes you happy, or some form of that answer. And we like positive emotions, and happiness seems like a pretty innocent one. After all, how could it be a bad thing to be happy? Well, that answer that perspective starts to run into some problems once you open the Bible, because it doesn't seem that God is as interested in our personal happiness as we might hope that he would be. Exhibit A is Paul. Now, most of you are very familiar with Paul and his story, and whenever I think about Paul, and I think about his life, and I think about what he wrote and what he went through, there's something that sticks out to me about Paul's life. It's awful, and I don't want anything like it, right? We might aspire to Paul. We might appreciate Paul, respect Paul, but I'd be willing to bet money that none of us want Paul's life. And this is a man that was personally chosen by Jesus to help usher in the kingdom of God to the Gentiles. So you would think someone this important, God is investing a lot in him, surely his life would be something we would want. But just listen to Paul sum up what it's been like since he started following Jesus. We pick this up in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and the second half of verse 23. Paul writes this to the church in Corinth. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. 
Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Side note here, at 40 lashes, that was uh, (laughs) essentially the same as killing somebody. So the Jews, always good on uh, keeping the rules at that point in time, said we're going to do 39 lashes. So Paul basically saying, I got beaten to the point of death five times. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I do not feel weak? Who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn? Now, who listening to this is like, yes, I'm ready. Sign me up. I'll take two of those, please. (laughs) Probably not. And if you're trying to convince someone to follow Jesus, most of us would not lead with this. We would not say, hey, guess what? You can get beaten almost to death several times over the course of your life. Aren't you excited about that? (laughs) So, So, yeah, Paul had it rough. It seems that God wasn't particularly interested in giving him an easy life, a life where he could be consistently happy in the way that we think about happiness. So if he's not interested in that, what is God interested in? What does God care about? Well, he cares about giving us purpose, or rather, revealing the purpose he has for us. So whereas happiness is an emotion, you know, here right now and then gone as soon as you stub your toe— Uh, purpose is something much more resilient, right? I know for me personally, I don't always follow Jesus because I feel like it. I do it because God gave me a mission to help him save the world. And that truly excites me. You know, it drives me to be holy, to be focused, and to push through when things get tough. Now, purpose is not necessarily a positive or negative feeling. It is a focus, an aim, a trajectory. And when you align your life and your life's purpose with the one that God intends for you to have, mainly partnering with him to make a positive impact on the world, that will lead you to happiness. But happiness is not a guarantee. Happiness is not something that God ever promises us. Happiness is only a byproduct of us being obedient, and living a life that is holy and righteous. So while God might not be super interested in making sure that you feel happy all the time, he has offered us something much greater, a chance to partner with him and what he is doing to bring the kingdom of God to earth. And there are a few things, honestly, that make me happier than participating in that. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.